all week heading into Thursday in Brooklyn for the NBA draft. We heard all the experts tell us we were going to see monumental moves that were going to shift the NBA. The rumor mill was a flowing and a whole lot of nothing happened in the draft except for some young players' dreams coming true and some fan bases being disappointed, getting excited. But what did we really learn from this year's NBA draft? What did we really learn? What Mark Eversley and our Taurus Corner Showbiz think of their NBA draft pick and their team that they have currently heading into this offseason. It's the Sports Cubicle with Devin Tingle, Paul Shavari, Dan Marver, and myself, Mike Mercado, here on WCPT 820 AM. And of course, on YouTube.com slash Mercado Airwaves Network with sports from the couch. And on pick 18 in the 2022 NBA draft, Dalen Terry is a Chicago Bull, a shooting guard out of Arizona, 19 years old, six foot seven, 195 pounds, a seven foot wingspan. Some of his stats from this past season, eight points per game, 4.8 rebounds per game, 3.9 assists point game and a half, a steal and a half in a game, 50% field goal percentage, 36% from the three-point line, and of course, 73% in the free throws. He was the 2021-2022 Pac-12 All-Defensive team. And I went on to NBC Sports Chicago because I wanted to see what some of the experts were thinking of this pick. And this is coming from Rob Schaefer. We'll check it out in a little bit, his analysis of this new prospect heading to the Chicago Bulls. But before we get to some of the analytics and some of the, you know, scouting for this kid, I think it was really interesting how the draft played out in general. And I also find it interesting how these rumors kind of just go all over the place. We saw Wodes telling us who was going to be the number one draft pick. That wasn't the case. We've seen, is Kevin Durant going to get moved? Is Kyrie Irving going to get moved? What's going to happen to Bam? What's going to happen to Aiden? What's, a whole lot of nonsense was going on in this draft. And it really drove home the fact that these rumors, this news cycle, all these insiders, as good as they are, as much as they have journalistic integrity, and they do, this is all being fed by the agencies, by the agents, by the players. I know some front offices are giving this news out, trying to just get the things a moving, right? Get the pot a stirring to see what comes out. But most of these, these rumors are coming from CAA. They're coming from the agency, from Rich Paul. You know, it, it's, it's no secret that the NBA has turned into a player's league, for better or worse. But when you get that, this is when it gets a little annoying, smokescreen-ish. You don't know what's true, what's false. And it's something that the Marvelous One, Dan Marvin and myself have been talking about leading into this draft. Rumors weren't coming out of the Advocate Center. AK and ME were not just telling reporters, oh, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. That's why all these rumors about Zach Levine this and Nikola Vucevic that, it never held any water to me. I tweeted out over on Twitter at Mike and Media that I thought the Bulls were just going to stick at 18. You know, find the road less with less resistance. That's what was going to happen with this team. And that's what did happen. You know, you had Kevin Durant ending up in Chicago for some rumors. It's just crazy how bad, especially in the NBA, fans want their teams to be good and how a star player can change your fortune. So people do get excited with the idea of a big-time name player coming to Chicago, going to New York, to Los Angeles, whatever the case may be. But I just found it really funny that entire two hours, 
and Malika Andrews and uh, uh, Kendrick Perkins and Jay Billis doing their best to make it entertaining, especially Malika and, and Jay. Kendrick is good when it comes to, you know, his thoughts and his hot takes, but I don't necessarily want to hear him with his NBA comps because some of those NBA comps were crazy that he was putting on some of these kids. And that's what we also have to remember. We're going to get to the scouting report of the Bulls' newest draft pick, but these are just kids. These are guys who are going to grow into their bodies, who are a long way away from being the finished product that they are. And right here in Chicago, we're seeing a perfect example of that in Patrick Williams. You have these kids, these guys coming in, and yeah, they're freaks of nature athletically, but so are every other player in the NBA. And you saw it in a lot of the, the videos that they were doing to kind of show us the scouting report, the difference of the point guard in the college game compared to the NBA game, how fast the windows close, how fast people collapse on you, how fast you have to make a decision, ball placement determines whether or not you're going to get your cookie stolen. Like there is a lot of little things that these guys are going to have to learn. And we're watching Patrick Williams learn. And nowadays with these guys having 15, 20 year careers, it is a little interesting to see how long it takes them to get to that moment. And a lot of these guys are like that, but why don't we get a little bit into the bulls next big project in Dalen Terry, the 18th pick in the 2022 NBA draft. Again, check this out at NBC Sports Chicago, NBCSports.com. This is Rob Schaefer, one of the best in the local area, one of the best in the business when it comes to covering the Chicago Bulls and the NBA. This is his analysis of the pick. It's easy to see why. What intrigued the Bulls about Terry? He's a self-proclaimed, quote, big guard, but with measurements that leave the door open to blossom into a gritty defensive wing with playmaking chops, which are at a premium in the modern NBA. And we saw that in the NBA finals. Somebody who could guard multiple positions. Somebody who's going to be, be able to get his hands up, his body up, make contact without, without getting fouls, without getting tired, being able to break through screens, being able to move on a dime with your feet with all these, these centers that are huge and these guards that are quick and everybody's super fast. That's super important in today's modern NBA. As far as his immediate fit on the Bulls roster, that remains to be seen, says Rob Schaefer in this article. Terry is certainly a ball of energy and profiles as the brand of high motor defender that could quickly garner minutes on the strength of his competitiveness and his competitiveness. His physical tools, highlighted by nearly seven foot one wingspan, will help him in that department as well as activity level that generated plenty of deflections, steals, and fast break opportunities. Needless to say, that fits the Bulls. Preferred defensive style, which propelled their success early in the 2021-22 season. Again, the number one seed almost into the all-star break. Offensively, there is work to be done. Yes, Terry averaged 3.9 assists while shooting 50% from the field and 36% from three-point range as a sophomore but those shooting splits were achieved on low volume. He'll need to refine his outside shot, particularly off the dribble to reach his full potential. But with his 20th birthday approaching in mid-July, he's 20 years old. The Bulls bet is on his work ethic, capacity to improve an upside, and time will tell how fruitful that bet is. He gives the grade a B. Terry was projected to go in the twenties. So the Bulls plucking him at 18 was a mild surprise. But the upside makes the pick a worthy swing at this stage of the first round. And I tweeted this out. This is a stereotypical prototype Mark Eversley, Arturis Kurnishovic draft pick. High ceiling, lots of athleticism, 
tributes and, and traits that you can't teach to players. You can't teach height. You can't teach grit. You can't teach aggressiveness and competence. You can nurture it. You could try to install it. But when somebody has it, you can't teach that. You can't teach that instinct that this kid seems to have. And, you know, you saw a lot of reports coming out after people finally saw where he was going, that it was the Chicago Bulls, a good place for somebody to develop and also get minutes. That this was a guy who had a chance to be a lottery pick had he gone back for his junior year. And that's interesting. That's interesting. That's right. Now, with Patrick Williams, with Io, and with now Terry, other than Io, there ha- it has seemed like the Bulls have reached a little bit. But in the NBA, it's really interesting that word reach because there's, first of all, there's a lot of busts that happen in the NBA. But a reach in what sense? This isn't the NFL where the talent is so close and there's so many players and so many positions. There's a clear cut number of guys that are going to be draft picks in the first round. Sometimes guys slip. Some guys, sometimes guys get surprised. But for the most part, because there's only X amount of guys getting drafted, we have a good idea who the top 30 are, top 32 are, top 50 are, who's going to get into the NBA in the first or second round. But the Bulls have seemed to stretch to make these picks. But I think they're betting on age, work ethic, and the intangibles that you can't teach. And in today's NBA, you don't need everybody in your team to be seven foot tall, but you sure as heck need their, their wingspan to be close to seven feet long. You need somebody, you need unicorns to play against some of these freaks in the NBA because they are unbelievable. You look at what like a John Morant is doing, and he's considered a smaller guy in the NBA. How do you defend Jason Tatum? How do you defend Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, James Harden? How do you, LaMelo Ball? I just go down the list of all the great players in the NBA, all the great young players coming around in the NBA. Look at how the big the Celtics are. Look at how much of a defensive problem it is to guard an Andrew Wiggins or Jordan uh, Poole. The, it's, it's amazing the way that these at, the athleticism has changed in the NBA. And you can see that the Bulls' front office is heading in that direction. What grade do I give the Chicago Bulls? Incomplete. And A, it's too early to tell. Do I trust the front office? Yes. Do I trust their their talent evaluation? Yes. But does that mean that it's a home run? It's an A? It's a B? I don't know. And I know we all can have fun and, and the hot takeness of they should have done this. They should have got uh, EJ Liddell. They should have gone there. doesn't matter. Now it's time to see if it plays out. Because if I was to ask you, what's the grade for Patrick Williams? It's still an incomplete, which is crazy to think. But that's where we're at right now. What do the Bulls, though, have to do now that we're past the draft? They need to get competent veterans that play defense, that bring a toughness to this team that they hadn't had all of last season. They need perimeter help. They need to be able to shoot the three-pointer and be respected on it. They don't have to hit everyone. They don't have to be the best team in the NBA in shooting threes. They have to be top 10. And they have to stay healthy. And they got to play defense, which it seems like they're doing. We did hear some goodish news about Lonzo Ball. So it'll be interesting to see how he bounces back, if he bounces back, when he bounces back. But there are plenty of moves for this Bulls team to make. One question that I got during this is, how close are they to an NBA championship now? Are there any closer? No, they're still probably 55 to one, 50 to one to win a finals. It might change a little bit. If you get Rudy Gobert, you get uh, DeAndre Aiden, if you get one of the, whoever, 
right? It might change a little, but I don't think that's what they need to do. I think this team needs to build around Zach Levine, who all reports are saying that he will get that five-year, 200-something million dollar max contract, which he deserves, and the Bulls have money to pay him, and they're almost in a position to have to pay him. He, he forced their hand in that. But you got to build around him. Whether you think he's the one, the two, whether you think DeMar can maintain what he did in that first half of last season and just that MVP level that he brought, that respectness that he brought to this team, now it's time to see the front office be creative. We've seen that they trust their scouting. We've seen that they trust their evaluation of NBA talent. Now it's can you be creative with your salary cap, with your roster, to make a move that gets the Chicago Bulls one step closer to the NBA championship, one step, one step closer to the Eastern Conference Finals, one step closer to winning a series. The hardest championship the Chicago Bulls organization will ever have is championship number seven. That's the first title post-Michael Jordan. And when they do that, they will solidify themselves. Already one of the top teams in the NBA when it comes to legacy. But winning that first one post-Michael is super important. And you've seen in this finals, you've seen it with the top-tier teams, you could do it multiple ways. But the only thing that's always guaranteed so you got to be smart enough and you got to have enough wherewithal to plan ahead and put yourself in the right position to strike when the iron's hot, when a superstar is available, when you can make a big trade, when you can make a big draft pick. And it seems like the Chicago Bulls are doing that. Move here, a move there. This may not be the, the window we thought it would be. Maybe they're not the top team, but they're going to be in it. They need a bite at the apple. And at one point, I do believe then Mark Eversley and our turns going to show us are putting themselves in a position to strike when everybody else is trying to as well, except they will be a winning team in a huge market. And they have put themselves over years in a spot that they could pull the trigger. That's my hopeful thinking, but more importantly, what did you think about the Chicago bulls and their new draft pick in this year's draft in Dale and Terry at pick number 18 in the 2022 NBA draft, your thoughts, of the 2022 NBA draft. Let us know on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. It's Devin Tingle. It's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado.